Today is Friday, October 13th, 2023. This is Quick Start from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. Well, Iran might not be getting their hands on that $6 billion in funding anytime soon. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast, where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a rating. Email us, quickstartpodcast at CBN. Dot org. Joining me now to get through the news of the Cray, Billy Hallowell, Trey Gones, Phillips. Guys, it's uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Does that well, mean anything to you or no? Are we, are we, we're not into, I'm not you know, into it, the superstitions. No, it's not my, I, not my jam. No. I don't you like know, any of it. <laughs> I, for people who are Office fans, they'll know my reference. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. So. <laughs> I didn't see that anyway. episode, but it, I, it was probably really funny. Anyway, it was, funny. it was, yeah. It's Friday. We are almost to the end of the week. Obviously, heavily focused on Israel this week and everything going on there. And we'll have more on that front on the podcast today. On the focus story, guys, John Voigt has been uh, speaking out. Yeah, it's interesting to see the celebrities who are choosing to speak out on Israel. And he's one who's been pretty vocal uh, about what's going on. So we'll get into his comments. All right, and uh, Billy, you caught up with Yale Eckstein. Uh, pretty, pretty strong conversation there about what's going on in Israel. Yeah, getting a chance to really see not only what's going on, what her organization, the fellowship, is doing, and also her own experience, you know, getting to hear what that was like on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that'll be the conversation on the main thing, one you definitely don't want to miss. That'll be coming up in just a few minutes. But first, we're going to get through the news here in 90 seconds. The U.S. and Qatar, they have apparently reached an agreement here to prevent Iran from accessing that $6 billion in recently unfrozen funds. That was part of a prisoner swap, if you remember that story, uh, from just a short while ago and the Biden administration. However, they continue to waver when it comes to saying there's any direct involvement uh, in the Hamas terror attack with Iran. They keep using specific language or language like specific evidence. This despite like saying there's no specific evidence. Uh, this despite a mountain of very strong circumstantial evidence to the contrary. Critics are calling the messaging from the administration appeasement and weakness. And that gives America's enemies encouragement to engage in more aggressive behavior of their own. Meanwhile, the numbers continue to climb. President Biden confirms 27 Americans are dead, while 14 remain unaccounted for. U.S. Representative Corey Mills from Florida, he said 77 Americans are no longer trapped in Israel after he flew there to get them safe passage in the midst of this war that broke out uh, after Hamas's horrific attack. Mills served in Iraq with the U.S. Army. Stay tuned to CBN News for more updates on this uh, ongoing war that started over the weekend when Hamas launched just an unimaginable horrific attack. Guys, I don't know if you saw this story from Corey Mills. That was pretty cool that he went over there and did what he could to help because the flights were shut down. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever flown El Al, but they are very serious about their security. They do not mess around. And so it was difficult for Americans. They were kind of trapped there, and you don't know how things were going to escalate. So Mills went over there and helped 77 of them get home. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when you whenever you see these hero stories of people going above and beyond, it's it's inspirational, especially in the midst of so much pain and so much suffering. So you got to hand it to that bravery and selflessness. Yeah, it's a cool story too to think. And I mean, not that this is the 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 barometer of of a servant leader, but right. it really is servant leadership, right? For him to to be in elected office, and he's putting himself in harm's way, and he's going to 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 bring back to safety the people that he's serving as an elected official. Which uh, it seems so often it's the other way around, right? That they our elected officials think really high and loftily of themselves, and that we kind of work for them. But actually, in in the the way our government is supposed to work, uh, they're the servant leaders who are serving us uh, as the citizenry. So yeah, really cool to see that sacrificial decision by an elected official. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, just a couple things to keep an eye on here in the coming days and how this ground operation will unfold. And if we're able to get any of these hostages back, listen, I spoke to a former military source about this operation. He was involved in these sorts of operations during his time in the military, high, high risk operations. And look, he's, he didn't, he didn't uh, beat around the bush on this. He said, this is going to be a miracle essentially if any one of these hostages make it out alive and that the, the odds they're facing are near impossible to try to go in and go underground and safely extract hostages out out of there so we need to be praying for the hostages because i can't even imagine what is going on right now you're getting dragged i mean we saw what happened in broad daylight right on video that hamas was willing to film so lord knows what's happening to these poor souls who have been dragged underground at the hands of these animals so the logistics that the israeli military is facing are just astronomical odds against their favor. So they're really going to need divine intervention to help them with this. Yeah. There was that one father who it was just heartbreaking. His eight-year-old daughter died. And um, he said it was a blessing that she had died because the alternative was her being in Gaza. And you think about that and you think about that and it sounds horrific on the surface. And then you understand what that father is saying. Yeah. I mean, that a that a dad could get to the point of of saying something like that just shows like what he's dealing with right the things that they're facing because I couldn't imagine my own dad or if I was a dad, both of y'all are fathers. I could not imagine ever saying that about my child unless it was literally, quite literally the only option uh, for safety for my kid. I just, it's heartbreaking. It really is. It really is. And again, our prayers need to be there. We uh, held a prayer event earlier this week to pray for Israel. And, um, you know, another great thing here, I just want to mention, of course, as Christians, we pray first. That's our first line of defense, but we also want to help tangibly. And so a great thing that CBN is doing and have done over the years, and we talked about it, a tray in our prayer event that you and I uh, did on the CBN News YouTube channel. They're actually buying and building these bomb shelters all throughout southern Israel, some 20, I think 25 of them. And that comes directly from when you give and when you support CBN. These are the sorts of things that CBN does with your funds in addition to the programming that you get and the the reporting on the news of the world. And so that was really moving to see that. And it's just sad that people live in that reality that they have to have bomb shelters near playgrounds in places like that. 
Yeah, it, it's cool to think and to know that the the money that we give, a lot of times you give money to organizations and you wonder, like, is, is this going to pay somebody's salary or is this actually going to make a difference in somebody's life? And to, to know that that this is actually being used quite literally to potentially save a, a human life or a family's lives, uh, that's that's encouraging and a blessing, I know, to us and, of course, even more so to, to the people who are finding refuge inside these shelters. Yeah. And I would remind people that, you know, time and again, when there's a crisis like this, you often hear from the victims later on, and they'll tell you that it was the prayers of, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ yeah. that sustained them. And so it's just a reminder to me and convicting to me to remember, we need to be praying you know, every day throughout the day for everybody involved in this situation. Yeah. Well said. hundred percent. All right. We're going to head over to the focus story now. John Voigt, as we mentioned at the top, speaking out in support of Israel. So what is he saying? Yeah, so he took to his Twitter, I guess now called X, uh, account uh, earlier this week, uh, and he was talking about his support for the Holy Land. He also, he talked about the Old Testament, he referenced how uh, the Lord has saved the Israelites time and again, uh, and that he's going to do it again. John Voight is Christian. He grew up Catholic and has since become uh, pretty outspoken about his faith. But he said partly in the video, uh, Israel, I love you. Israel will stand tall for the land of its sacred soil. These sick-minded beings, talking about Hamas, have been evil since birth. They're trained to destroy. God's power, along with the Israeli army, will end this destruction and the power of this evil. It will be destroyed once and for all uh, so that the Jewish people can be in peace, live in safety, to live life. He went on from there. He said, let me reassure you by the almighty power of God and the power of Moses, who once stood in the power of evil forces, that this is the Holocaust. He said, it's the horror that uh, that was witnessed by the Jews of Auschwitz. And I have come now to warn the evil ones that God will show truth again. He shall win this war for his people as when Moses was able to lift the Red Sea. So really encouraging words and also great to see a celebrity uh, leaning on scripture, right? Not only does he have an understanding about the evil here, but he also has an understanding of the scriptural history too. Yeah, indeed. I mean, definitely good to see. I mean, you're not going to see a lot of people in uh, Hollywood taking this side. I mean, it's just just the way it is in Hollywood right now for the most part. But he's spoken out for Israel in the past before, right? Yeah, so this is something he's talked about a lot. Like I said, he was raised Catholic and then has become a pretty outspoken Christian. He's also politically more conservative. So uh, he's spoken out in support for Israel over the years. He actually just finished on Newsmax uh, a 10-part series really exploring the Old Testament story of how Israel came to be. Uh, so it's interesting to see that that 10-part series that he did uh, was released and then this war uh, broke out right at the end of that. Uh, so I, I'm sure it's because it's something so fresh on his mind that he wanted to that he wanted to speak out on it and address it. And also he's not shied away from talking about uh, cultural and faith-based issues in general. I know recently, uh, Billy, you wrote a story uh, not that long ago about comments that he made about the cultural rot really coming out of Hollywood and the media and the U.S., uh, our, our geopolitical or our, our domestic, I mean, political situation uh, and, and the, the division that's come because of that cultural rot, as he called it. So he's certainly not afraid to to, to speak out on Israel or, or really any cultural issue. So encouraging to see. Yeah, definitely. No doubt about it. And, um, you know, we were talking about Hollywood and how it's so one-sided, you know, I saw a funny video. Now this is from a comedian named Ryan Long. Now he's 
he's a little vulgar at times with his language and things like that. But I, I see a clip of his pop up every now and then. But it was kind of mocking Hollywood. And basically, he was acting like an actor who has to post something on social media about the Israel war. And he's just torn on what to do. And he's going back and forth. He's like, I don't know, because normally I see all the liberals posting about Palestine. And so I should go with that. But then I look at what they did. And oh, my gosh, how can I support that? I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he's just going back and forth. And it's it's kind of comical because he essentially lands in the place of they're just posting stuff to pander. So, you know, someone like John Voigt, when he's standing up and saying it, he really believes it because precisely he knows it's not going to probably be the popular opinion to support Israel. Uh, when you're in yeah. Hollywood well, circles. The the Ryan Long video is funny because it's so sadly true. Like it's so yeah. accurate. There's another comedian. I can't remember his name. I saw he did. So many of these celebrities are putting these little block quotes on their Instagram with a, a statement really that was so milk toast. It was like, right. we support both sides. We just want everybody to be peaceful, which is an awful thing to say when both sides, one side is Israel and one side is Hamas. Right. Um, right. But anyway, yeah. So he was making a similar joke about how is it that only a celebrity can land in this ridiculous place? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's look, it's it's mock worthy type stuff that we see out of Hollywood a lot. And so it's good to see somebody at least speaking up with some truth and, and yeah. clarity on that. So appreciate you bringing that one to the podcast today, Trey. All right, we're going to head over to the main thing now. And as Israel faces an unprecedented war against Hamas terrorists, Yale Eckstein, CEO of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, is on the ground providing aid to those in need. Well, Billy sat down with her, and it's a great conversation on today's Main Thing. I want to start by asking where you were on Saturday when this terror attack began. It's a great question because it's kind of like 9-11. I will never forget the second that I heard that Israel was in this unprecedented war. I went to synagogue, actually. I keep the Sabbath in a way that I turn off all electricity and I don't check my email or listen to the radio or go online. And so it was 12 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday and I went to synagogue with my kids like I always do. And when I arrived, I right away knew that something was off. Um, and I'll never forget my friend Inbal came up to me and she, I guess she could see on my face. She said, I guess you don't know Israel's at war. There are communities captured by Hamas terrorists. There are dozens at that point. We didn't know it was over a hundred said dozens of captives taken. And it was a moment like, like how I'll remember for the rest of my life where I was on nine 11 that I will remember forever. I mean, I can't imagine what was going through your heart and your mind. And we have seen stories that are so horrific and they continue to come out of what has happened as a result of this terror attack, what is currently happening. How are people, and I know this is a complex question, but how are people faring right now inside Israel as they grapple with the details and the loss? I think it's really important to realize that for all of us, this is personal. There's not anyone here in Israel that doesn't have a loved one who was affected in one way or another. I have two cousins and a few nieces and nephews who have been deployed. Um, my neighbor's son, who was killed in a war many years ago, her grandkids are all now on the front lines. One of the fellowship's partners, the head of the Eshkol region, which is on the border of the Gaza Strip, the head of uh, the head of welfare there, we text messaged all of our partners immediately to say, how are you? What can we do to help? 
And two blue checks came up on the WhatsApp, which means that it was delivered. But then we found out it was delivered to Hamas because our partner was kidnapped. She was taken to the Gaza Strip. And so for all of us, this is personal. And I can go down for the next hour list of all the ways I'm personally affected. But thank God my family is safe. We are not directly affected. And so you have to praise God for every miracle. But we are all in Israel in a state of shock and mourning. Yeah, I want to get into the some of the work that you're doing. Uh, before I do, I wanted to ask, why do you think Hamas has chosen this time right now to do this? It's a great question. I, I believe that everything is spiritual, Billy, and I believe that they chose the Sabbath to attack on when they know that we're trying to enjoy that day of peace, that day of rest. It was also the holiday of Simchat Torah, which is the day that literally translates into rejoicing with the Torah. Um, I think they choose the day of spiritual joy in order to bring as much destruction as possible. And I go back to the Bible and I see, lovers of the Lord despise evil. And I think evil are those that don't believe in, don't follow the outline of the Bible to love your neighbor, to respect life. When we see babies beheaded, when we see women and their children being taken as hostages and raped. It's something that this is the epitome of evil. Yeah, and, and I have one more question about just the general reaction to this, because one of the things that has been very disturbing to watch, even in some U.S. cities, are people taking to the streets, and I know you've seen this, chanting, saying horrific things about Israel and the Jewish people, supporting, I mean, there are images out there supporting these attacks, essentially. What is it like, you know, the frustration level of experiencing what you're experiencing and seeing these pockets of people who are out there across the world saying these things? It is so disturbing, but it's not surprising. I am the granddaughter and daughter-in-law of Holocaust survivors. I never lose sight that anti-Semitism is a form of hate that has not been destroyed and that can rear its ugly head in a second, that we have done such an incredible job at making it in some ways taboo and having most of the free world know that if you stand for freedom, you stand with Israel and against anti-Semitism. But unfortunately, there are many people who don't stand for freedom, who don't stand for godly values. And so as soon as you have that, what they stand for is anti-Semitism. So it's disturbing to see, but it's not surprising to see. And fortunately, the reaction to that is most people are absolutely horrified when they when they see that, as you were saying. And I do want to get into the work that the fellowship is doing right now because there are needs on the ground. You are meeting those needs. Can you take us through some of what you've been doing since Saturday? Well, the fellowship is the first responders of Israel. During times, it's not times of peace, it's time of quiet in between wars. So we always say that's our opportunity to prepare for the next war. So first of all, everything that we've done in Israel to prepare for this war is now being used. Thousands of bulletproof vests, helmets, uh, bulletproof um, vehicles for first responders, bulletproof ambulances, a hospital, Barzilai Hospital in Beersheba, which had a direct hit, at least one, can't talk about more yet, um, but one confirmed direct hit. The fellowship uh, secured their NICU and labor and delivery unit. We provided them with MRI machines. And so wait, what's important to realize is since 2006, that was the second Lebanon war, when for the first time the 
the home front was under attack. The war zone wasn't overseas, but rather it was in Israeli homes. The fellowship has been doing everything to build over 4,000 bomb shelters, everything to prepare for when there's war, that the people of Israel be protected. And so there's that cumulative effect that's saving lives now, but then there's also what we're doing now. Um, we have connections in every single city who we work with on a regular basis. And so since Sunday, that's the first day of war when Nobody had anything clear of what was needed or what was going on. We were going bomb shelter to bomb shelter, bringing food. We were going to first responders being, bringing bulletproof vests. Those people whose homes have been hit by direct rocket attacks or burned down by terrorists were already there providing them with everything they need because they they escaped with nothing but the clothes on their back. Many of them literally came without shoes. They don't have a toothbrush. They're cars were burned and they don't even have a credit card. Like These are people who are going from living normal lives to not even having a credit card, shoes, or a car. And so the fellowship has been there since Sunday, side by side, everything they need. And of course, on top of that, we're working with the authorities. The National Home Front Command asked the fellowship to set up at every location where people are going to identify the bodies of loved ones, and there are many because there are thousands of bodies, the fellowship is there with a tent just to provide water, snacks, coffee, chairs. This came as such a surprise to the government of Israel that we're there providing these basics because otherwise they wouldn't be there. Just a powerful interview there, Billy. Good stuff. And tragic stuff, of course, as well. We have that full interview. I'll put it in the description of this podcast episode so you can check out that full uh, video interview that is posted on the CBN News YouTube channel. All right. That's going to leave us on this Friday with time for one last thing. Yeah, we're going to look at 1 John 5.14. It says, this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Mm, that's a great reminder and that um look because people misconstrue that one all the time right they just say oh you could just ask him for anything it's like no you got to notice there it says according to his will so we got to be seeking his will and those are the ones god's gonna hear all right good spot to leave it on this friday edition of the quick start podcast as always head on over to cbnnews.com and faithwire.com for more news from a christian perspective Prayers continue to be with the people of Israel as this war continues on. We will see you back here Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless. See you then.